Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Blessings and namaste to each and every one of you. So blessed to have you guys here. Welcome back to the Yoga Revealed podcast. As you know, I am Andrew Seeley, and we've got... Alec Michelle Rubin, we're so blessed to be here with you. And it's a blessing to have the opportunity to be coming to you now live from these awesome ether webs. And it's been a huge process of really going through this, you know, conversation of do we really want to do these, you know, virtually? But we've decided it's 2020, there's a lot of change happening, there's a lot of uncertainty, and we don't want to at all be in a place where we're not adapting to the times. So just like yogis, we have to be adaptive. We have to constantly move and flow to the flux of the world. And so we are bringing you Yoga Reveal digitally right here through these epic meetings. And I'm so blessed to have you here, Alec. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling amazing, alive, present, and so grateful. I, I, I feel what you're saying, because we do. We have to pause and pivot. And I feel that our yoga practice truly teaches us how to pause and pivot when something might just need a little more refinement. And you're right, there's been a lot of shift and change in 2020. And doing face-to-face interviews, I think we have over 111 interviews on Yoga Revealed over the last four years. We're going into season four. And it's just so exciting. We've got this new awesome logo right here. So epic. Artwork is real. And yeah, you know, our missions are more alive than they ever have been before. Personally, for myself and for Andrew, and of course, for the Yoga Revealed podcast. And we're blessed to be here. I'm blessed to be here with you, brother. Colorado yeah. to Costa Rica to the here now moment, wherever these 
these uh these heart waves are transmitting to the ears of all the yogis around the world literally yeah and that's the beauty of it is that now we have the opportunity to be able to be anywhere in the world and to be able to share from a deep place of presence and you know this is our mission this is what we've literally set out to build the yoga revealed podcast around is this direct reflection of how we are integrating these practices of yoga into our daily lifestyle and you know what better way to show how we've really integrated it than to show our flexibility our you know real embodiment of the stira and the sukham and coming back to the discipline of getting this out on a weekly basis so that people can really have this inspiration no matter where they are in the world and you know this is something that i feel is needed now more than ever because it brings back this connection of community and that's really what we're about is bringing together a community i remember when we first started out with yoga revealed that was our our main goal is really to create a international community of yogis who can come to a space to really learn from each other and have the opportunity to really connect with each other and listen to these inspiring interviews from some of the most inspiring and embodied yoga teachers who are really living that practice and doing it in a way that is aligned with their own individual uniqueness. And so I feel like right now, this is such a blessing to be here and uh, coming live from Costa Rica in itself is a blessing. You know, they've got flowers blossoming here and, you know, the outside, the, the, the bees are buzzing and the birds are chirping. And, you know, this is a blessing to be in this presence. Where are you coming from? Colorado. And I've been so blessed over the last five years to very much live Mahalorado, where three out of six months of the year I'm in Hawaii. And I was actually in Hawaii when COVID launched and hit the world. And it was a blessing. And I'm so grateful for the opportunities to be able to connect with the land and to connect with the waters. And ju just as you are, I know you got to Costa Rica and you've been there and the, the, the nourishment of fruit. I'm totally missing the aloha and I'm going back for New Year's. So I'll be there. So we'll both be in some, some human tropic vibrations, sharing yoga revealed again, no matter where we are, it's, mm -hmm. it's the beauty. I remember when we first launched four years ago and we were bringing out weekly interviews almost on a twice a week basis, the yeah. amount of, uh, gosh, gratitude that was pouring into my Instagram, to your Instagram, to our company email was profound. And now four years later, we have a platform of bringing almost to 300,000 listeners all across the world. I mean, in China, in Russia, in Africa, in North America, in Canada, in Alaska. I mean, it's amazing. It, it really is a gift to be able to share this platform. Having met you, Andrew, I think in 2014 in Costa Rica. And yeah, it was actually gosh, 2012. 2012. Wow. 2012, man. Festival. It was. I remember yeah. with our boy Fish. It was yep. so good. Yeah. Fish took the first, first photos of us together. <laughs> In a handstand. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's so wild to think, like, you know, like, from 2012 until now, like, eight years, you know, how much has changed in eight years, how much we've grown in eight years, and how much the world has now, you know, come to this space of really needing this medicine. I feel like yoga in itself is spreading and it's kind of getting to that point where it's now becoming more 
aware to the mainstream. Mm. And that's huge because we're talking all these corporations whose workers are now sitting at home, you know, working from home. Working from home could be really beneficial for someone who has good practices and discipline. Working from home could be really a, a huge distraction from someone who, you know, watches TV, indulges in all types of different unhealthy foods, tomasic just values. It's just a whole it could be a huge opportunity for yoga as a whole, because I think that, you know, with yoga being now available um, online mm -hmm. and, and widely practiced online now, because we can't have this, uh, you know, in-person connection due to social distancing, mm -hmm. this is huge. We have a huge opportunity as yogis now to really bring forth that discipline of home practice, to bring forth that deep integration of the practices of yoga to now see the results in our day-to-day -day dedication. Yes. And I must say that, you know, this year has been really wild for me thus far. Um, I'll just give you a little bit of a, a background. I, I basically was traveling in the beginning of the year um, through Mexico. I was going to this beautiful community called Carreas, Mexico. And then from there, I had the opportunity of coming to Costa Rica uh, for my birthday, actually. Um, and then also, again, for Envision Festival. So I was here from the time of my birthday, which was January 30th, on to um, Envision Festival, which was uh, basically mid-area of, of February. And in that opportunity, I, I had, you know, the blessing of having so many friends here, you know, Fish and my friend Sam Colder and, you know, Nimai Delgado and Bianca and like all these incredible human beings, Andre and, you know, Jonah Kest. And it was just like a, a beautiful collection of some of my favorite human beings in the whole world just coming together. And it was a blessed opportunity to really see what it feels like to be in community to be in a space of really interacting on deep level of art, on a deep level of self-expression, on a deep level of authenticity, and just being in a space where we could truly connect freely. And, um, you know, this, this was a, a beautiful, beautiful year for Envision Festival. It was also the 10-year anniversary of Envision. And literally, I get back home, you know, I'm knocking out work, doing my private sessions, running to three or four private sessions a day, all the way from, you know, Beverly Hills, all the way down to Redondo Beach, just like, you know, living the yoga teacher lifestyle, which for me at the time was teaching, you know, three to four privates a day and waking up early and doing my practice and really having um, kind of like this runaround life that led me to uh, burnout at the end of the day. I remember I would get home and I would just be like, let me just go and watch sunset at the beach in Venice and just like disconnect even like cooking. Like I wasn't even as uh, passionate about cooking because it was like, whenever I would go to cook something, I was like, Oh, like maybe I should post this. Like, you know, like you get into this whole kind of um, what I would call like this materialistic mindset where everything has to be like either monetized or like socialized, you know, it's like, Oh, like, you know, I'm teaching yoga to get the money so that I can be able to pay for this next trip or do this next thing, or, you know, put out ads for this next thing that I'm offering. And then I'm like building, building, building. And then I'm also like, you know, 
taking stories and talking about this thing so that I can help inspire people to be more integrated into their life as to, you know, healthy eating, yoga and all this other stuff. And it was like, I didn't have a lot of time for myself other than my meditation practice in the morning and the evening. And then like my creative exploration of cooking and uh, just going to the beach and just being silent and having fun. Like a lot of that stuff was kind of like extracted out of my life. And I was like, you know, when I was in Costa Rica, I was like just completely in a flow in a flow state. I was in a love state and it just so happened that I was reminded that, um, in March, it was March 13th, actually Friday, the 13th in March, I had this crazy dream. And as I was like, you know, getting up to go to teach my private session over in, uh, West Hollywood, I was awoken, uh, by this dream. And, and I rarely have dreams that I remember. This dream was so vivid that I literally had to like stop and like really like reflect and be like, Oh my goodness, like that really happened. But inside my dream, I, I woke up in my dream. So you ever have one of those dreams where like you wake up and you're like, Oh, like, like I'm in, I'm in the dream world right now. So it was like that. I woke up and I was very lucid. I was very aware of me being in the dream. And I remember a friend of mine, Hero, who we've actually had on the Yoga Revealed podcast, his episode's incredible. But he was, I was somehow in his house, on his couch, never even been to his house, never even like, don't even know what it looks like. But I, I, I was there and I awakened inside this dream and I was on his couch and I was like, what's going on? And he's like, Oh my goodness, Andrew, it's going down. It's crazy. This is so, we got to get out of here. We got to get out of here. We got to go right now. And I was like, what are you talking about, man? Like what's going on? He's like, look, and he opens the door and there was like fires and explosions and police. And it was like a full on, like, like doomsday. And then I remember going to the window and I, I, I looked out of the window and I'm like, oh my goodness, like, you know, obviously we do need to get out of here as soon as possible. I open up the window, which is right next to me. I remember looking out of the window and seeing all this fire and all these different like explosions happening. And then there was a plane flying away. And literally when I saw that, I was like, I remembered that. And when I woke up into the reality of my day, I was like, oh, you know, like I've got 30 minutes to get to my private session in West Hollywood because I don't use an alarm clock. I just wake up. <laughs> um, and so I was like, okay, um, let me, you know, jump in the shower real quick and head off to this private session. I get to my private session. He's like, Andrew, like, are you not like worried about this whole COVID thing? And I, I don't watch the news at all. So I was like, worried about what, you know, like, like, what, what do you mean? Like this whole COVID thing? He's like, dude, like, he's like, you know, everything's going to be shut down. Like everything's shutting down in New York, everything's shutting down in San Francisco. Um, basically like, you know, it's probably going to be like a, a big crisis around the world. And I was like, really? Like I had heard of, of, you know, some type of flu. It was, you know, this flu that was going around. It was a new kind of flu at that time. And at the time I was thinking, you know, it's just like anything, like, you know, people get upset about those swine flus here, bird flus here, and it's another flu season. And, you know, there's going to be some people who are obviously going to get it and they're going to get sick and, you know, life goes on. Like I, I practice yoga every day. I'm healthy. Everything's all good. You know, keep it moving. And it really uh, struck me when he was like, you know, I have 
some really good friends of mine and family who are over in Saudi Arabia and who are in these, you know, very wealthy countries. And he's like, they're basically staking out at their safe houses. And I was like, really? He's like, yeah, he's like, this is going to, this is going to be big. And I was like, okay, well, thanks for letting me know, you know? And so after the private session, I had two more privates during that day. I get home and my good friend, Nadav, who actually owns the Emiloa Institute here in Costa Rica, he calls me up and he's like, Hey man, um, you know, you want to hang out? You want to like touch base? Like I'm probably going to be leaving within the next few days. I was like, really? He's like, yeah, with this whole COVID thing, like, I think it's time to get out of here. So I'm like, okay, well, the, all these signs keep telling, you know, they keep speaking to me. And I, I talked to my good friend Nimai that evening and he was just going through a very emotional time. And I, we were having a, a conversation about it. And I was just like, you know, like, I feel like the whole vibration of this place right now is just not, it's not the highest vibration. It doesn't really align with what I want to do and the place that really is going to be able to foster this deep sense of creativity that I wish to bring into the world. And at the time I was, you know, finishing up the glow vegan branding and the website and all this kind of stuff. So I was like working a lot, you know, like getting a lot of work done, but at the same time, still uh, being in this space of serving, serving, serving. And I just felt like I was like running on like near empty, like, you know, like when your car's on like E and you're just like, okay, I got to get to a gas station now. <laughs> That's how I felt energetically. And essentially what became of that realization was um, my friend Nadav came over that evening and he was talking to some of his friends in Israel and they were like, you know, this is going to be worldwide. This is going to shut down a lot of, you know, economies. This is going to be you know, the Israeli people knew about it and they're, they're really educated and very well versed in, uh, catastrophe. So I figured that, um, you know, his advice was definitely beneficial. He was like, yeah. And honestly, like, I've got a, a bunch of things that we got to film for Emiloa. Like, why don't we just go to Emiloa in Costa Rica, knock out all this stuff and like really take it to the next level. And I was like, sounds like a great process. Like I'm, I'm totally up for that. And, uh, essentially I booked my ticket on that day for uh, flying out on the 16th, which allowed me to arrive here in Costa Rica on the 17th and quarantine went into full worldwide restriction on the 18th. So no one else was allowed in until um, March 18th, bam, everything shut down. And it's crazy because I feel like, you know, when we listen to our intuition, that's when the true magic of the world shines. And I wanted to hear a little bit more about, you know, what, what year 2020 has been like, because I've told a little bit about mine thus far, Alec, and I, I really am interested in hearing what your 2020 has been like thus far. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. I mean, man, I think it's, it's powerful. You know, just as you're sharing, it's like years from now, you know, the, the meme world has like blown up over the last year. I think there's some very funny memes and there's some funny memes where like, how are you remembered in your 50s during the corona outbreak? What did you do? And mm -hmm. I found this one that was like, oh, I just meditated all day and practiced yoga and drank my green juice and <laughs> built my businesses. And it feels, it feels like that. And it's not to disregard the deep challenge that this has been for myself, for some of my beloved, some of our friends, and for small family businesses that are brick and mortar. I mean, you and I are so blessed to be the epitome of digital nomad entrepreneurs who get to build their businesses from this. 
and, yeah. and it's a it's a blessing. And also, it, it is 2020, and it is something that is viably available to a lot of people to create entrepreneurship in an intentional and meaningful and impactful way. And mm-hmm. for me, that is very much what 2020 has been. I um, as I was going through some boxes this year, I found a note card. And this note card I wrote on in 2010 in the moon room at good old Core Power Yoga South Border Studio. And it was my first yoga teacher training. And I read over this note card. I mean, I just get, I get goosebumps all over my body because it's so beautiful and powerful to me. Because in that <laughs> note card, 10 years ago, I promised myself that I would take one training per year like whether it be a 200 or 300 or 500 hour, just some kind of month long intensive with whomever my teachers would be. I wrote it and I committed to it. 10 years later, I've held, held true to that. And then in another sentence that said, and this for me was like, I was kind of having like my own little um, like binoculars. I'm like, okay, I know I'm going this way and I want to own a core power yoga. Like that was my vision. <laughs> for those who don't know, I've gone from power vinyasa yoga to ashtanga yoga to where I am now more in an Iyengar yoga, yoga on the inside based kind of way. And uh, I wanted to own a core power yoga. Like that's all I wanted. I wanted to manage it. I wanted to do the whole thing. And, you know, obviously that has very much so evolved and transitioned. And, you know, the yogis say with earnest practice, that which doesn't belong naturally falls away in our life. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, over, over this year, um, let's see, how did the year start? Goodness gracious. I mean, Colorado is popping, man. I love Colorado. It's so much fun. My <laughs> tribe is here. The music scene is epic. The yoga scene was awesome. I was teaching at this amazing climbing gym that let me have chairs and bolsters and straps and blankets and blocks, the whole nine yards of however I wanted to teach. And I was building a community of, and I've, I learned this, like climbers, if you cl- climbers are really good students. <laughs> like, yeah, because they're very technical. Yeah, they're such good students. And, and creative. Of, and they're creative because they figure it out. And they're like, how do I put my foot there? And my hand mm-hmm. there, literally it goes both ways, climbing <laughs> and yoga. So I started to create community at this climbing gym, at this climbing gym, teaching yoga. And, you know, March came or. Uh, March came around and uh, I was like, okay, you know, the time has come this year. I'm going to do March and August studying with my teachers. And actually in July, you and I were going to be teaching a teacher training in Bali. So I had three months in 2020 that were full on devoted to the service of self-study and sharing the transmission of yoga with others, which was such a blessing that I've been able to hold that frame for 10 years now. And so I go to Maui and I'm with Eddie and I bring like eight of my homies with me to study with Eddie Modestini and Kristen Bostils in Maui. It's awesome. The day before coronavirus outbreak occurred and you know, we're on Maui, like information comes to Hawaii just a little slower than the rest (laughs) of the world. And so, you know, I don't watch the news. I'm like you. I, I, I don't. And um, the day before the outbreak, we're on a whale boat. Wow. It was amazing, bro. I mean, dolphins and whales. A whale was literally like I could have touched the whale with my hand. I got this amazing drone footage, like took my drone skills to the next level. It was so cool. And then the next day we go into class and 
there's just a certain density, but no one could really name it. And then Eddie and Kristen came in and they named that for whatever reason, they're going to have this be the final day of the workshop. And we're all so bummed. And, you know, our, our teacher, Kristen, she's been facing a journey of, um, of, of having cancer. And so we wanted, we didn't want to, oh, you know, yeah. compromise her. And so for the best decision for her safety, we, we closed the workshop and I ended up staying on Maui for about a week and a half with my brother, Danimal and Wolfgang and Vanessa. And we just pout around and enjoyed the space. Cause for me, I've only ever gone to Maui over the last five years to solely study yoga. I literally have not explored that island. I'm like in yoga six hours a day. I'm tired. I got to go home, eat food, go to sleep, wake up at five, do it again. You know how it is. Mm-hmm. And yes. then I was like, okay, well, my intent was to go to Maui. So we're in March, right? Coronavirus just outbreak. And after the workshop, I was going to actually go to Oahu and spend time with my mentor and my dear brother, Tevia Wisdom Jones. And I was like, okay, well, I kind of got to make a decision. Like, am I going to go back to Colorado? My soul doesn't want that. Every time I've always guided my, my, allowed my heart to guide me, whether my mom or my friends or the world is like, no, you should do this always forever. Listen to the inner wisdom listen to your teacher of your heart. And it was calling me to stay in Hawaii. So I made the decision and I went over to Oahu and my brother took me in and we essentially quarantined on Oahu for three months. I had my 29th birthday on April 7th there and had an epic Zoom party with my love tribe. It was, it was, it was sweet. I went in the water every day. I practiced every day. I meditated every day under a certain palm tree and I tuned into my business. And I took, I took my own business to a whole new level during the Corona outbreak. And, you know, people were wanting shelf stable, nutrient dense superfoods. And they knew that they wanted to have it last because the grocery stores were emptying and this whole toilet paper craze was occurring. And (laughs) I was like, wait, what, what, what is happening right now? Like, this makes no sense. And, you know, the, 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 for me, the positivity people wanted superfoods and people wanted to have food. They didn't know where their food was going to come from. So overnight my business doubled. And so what I found in that for myself, I needed to continue always and have, and always will continue to put yoga at the forefront of my intent and the forefront of my life. You know, and we'll, we'll get into this further of just the potency of a self self-practice. And so, you know, when Eddie and Kristen, they ended their workshop, it, it had an impact on me and, and our community and they wanted to be able to give back. So literally since March, my teachers have been doing Monday through Friday, one hour Zooms for free. And if you have the space to donate, it's 10 bucks. And so I really started to tune into that. And it's been a blessing to be able to tune out and tune into that with them. Um, and, you know, come June, I came back to Colorado and I live in an amazing home with four other entrepreneurs who are all on a high vibration on three acres. I'm talking there's pueos, which are owls, there's blue herons, there's coyotes that howl every night. I have the Boulder Creek rolling right through my house. I get to walk mm-hmm. out and, you know, be with my land. And there are these epic 150 year old cottonwoods. And it's a really special house that I live in. So I was from Hawaii to Colorado and then I had to reintegrate and that's Mahalorado. It's, it's very much so <laughs> the lifestyle that I love to live. And I love Hawaii. I love Colorado. I love my family. I love my tribe and, you know, really dial back into having my space 
after being gone for three, four months and tuning back into my practice. And, you know, this is the beauty I find when one cultivates a personal at-home practice, you really get to learn what is it that you need today on an emotional, on a physical, on a spiritual level. And knowing Mm -hmm. that that is subject to changing on a day-to-day, it doesn't have to be the same single thing every day. And also if that's your thing, awesome. I practiced Ashtanga yoga for four years with Richard Freeman and Mary Taylor and Ty Landrum. And I loved it. It was great. It served me at that point in time. And then at one point in time in my life, I needed something different. So like we said in the beginning, pause and pivot. You got to readjust, got to adapt to the changing times. And guess what? Your mind, your body has to change. I mean, God, I hope so. I hope, I hope we're willing to uh, like take off the shackles of the self-limiting beliefs that we hold so tightly to and, and allow ourselves to live in a space of personal created freedom that our yoga practice will bless us to. And you know, that for me, 2020, oof, I just get chills all over because 2020, it helped me double my income it helped me take my yoga practice to a deeper level and to a deeper dive. I was also introduced to this epic company. <laughs> Pyridide, if you're watching yeah. the screen, you see we both have these epic receptors, the on and really the heart incredible. receptor. And, you know, the, just the, the power of, of geometry and jewelry and crystals and tech, the technology that is available, the science that is available from tuning in to meditation with specific tools. And if you don't have it, go sit under a tree. The science yeah. of that is profound. So, you know, that's 20- natural intelligence. Natural in- intelligence is inherent in all nature. And yes. I think it's even more inherent in the crystallized sacred geometry of crystals and divine metals. Yes, indeed. So, you know, 2020 for me has been like for me, the one thing I, I recognize something that I took for granted. And that the one thing that I've taken for granted in my life that I, I really didn't know about is, is the joy of music. And I dance, mm-hmm. of course, at my house, but I love Red Rocks. <laughs> I love music. And, you know, in a couple of weeks, Red Rab is playing a show at the Boulder Theater. And I'm so excited about it. They only have like 15 tables. And my buddy got me a ticket. And I'm going wow. with a few beautiful, empowered goddesses who are boss babe entrepreneurs. And, you know, it's, uh, it's something that I've come to see, though. Like, wow, I, I did take that for granted. And through that, I went through my own mental affliction that I worked to accept, surrender, and release. And that was my own process where when we allow ourselves to not be so attached to a result, uh, attached to getting something and rather be more married to the process, Mm -hmm. gosh, and enjoy the journey, I mean... You know, it is the yoga journey and yoga the nectar of life. It the is. nectar life. It maybe. Is. So, you know, 2020 has been a blessing and an opportunity. And, you know, one thing that I just love so much about you, Andrew, I've always seen this about you over our eight years of friendship and connection and business intent creation. You've welcomed me into your family, into the LA community. And I've met some people that have greatly changed and bettered my life because of meeting you is that you never complain. 
You never complain. You never complain when something, I mean, might be like your face is in the lotus mud and it's just not blossoming yet, but it doesn't smell good and it sure as heck doesn't feel good and it's slimy and gross. You do not complain because you always see forward the glimmer of light of the potential energy. Everything has potential energy. And I've always seen you as someone who is like, cool, I hear where we're at. I'm going to meet you there. I'm not going to leave you there. I'm going to help you get to where you want to go. And you brought that blessing into my life. And from that, we have co-created the Yoga Revealed podcast. And that 2020, I just see how you have continued to move forward in your life, creating these epic opportunities. And you've shown me as a catalyst how to further create epic opportunities and empowerment for myself financially from also, I get it, man. I was teaching 15 to 20 classes a week, struggling in the hustle to make ends meet. And I see my fellow yoga teachers doing the same thing. And that's when Purium came into my life and changed my life. And in less than a year, I made more than I did in five years of teaching yoga in under seven months. And yeah. you, you've really shown me what it means to be opportunistic, be a realist, but also hold the everlasting light of optimism and joy of life. And uh, for that, I'm grateful, Andrew. Thank you so much, Alec. (laughs) And honestly, it's, it's such a blessing to have our friendship and to have our, you know, brotherhood in this partnership that is yoga revealed and to witness you grow out of, you know, limiting beliefs and just kind of like, you know, like, I I think a lot of us, we've all had the same concept that like, you know, to be a yoga teacher means to, you know, teach a lot of classes, to be determined, to push through the struggle. And it's like, it doesn't have to be like that. It really doesn't. Like there's so many other aspects to life that can bring forth fruit so that we can really enjoy being of service to others. Like, I can't even tell you how many free yoga classes I teach now because I have the opportunity of teaching private lessons and I have the opportunity of having the handstand app online that's generating me monthly revenue. It's like all of these different streams of revenue are now allowing me the opportunity to provide in other ways on a free level where people can have really high quality service yoga really high quality vegan protein, like all of these things are things that I'm passionate about and that I have now been able to produce due to the other aspects of revenue streams that have been beneficial to me. And this is why I'm so stoked about this year because endlessly, like we got to really think about the opportunity that this presents, not about the, 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 the sadness and all of the you know, people dying and the, the people who are losing their jobs, but instead about the opportunity that we have to uplift those who are in a struggle, to uplift those who don't have prime nutrition, to uplift those who may not have access to really incredible teachers. It's like, now we have this online portal that allows us all to be connected. And you know what? More people now than ever have one of these devices. And the fact of the matter is that that brings consciousness, awareness, mindful, you know, discipline, all of these things is now at their fingertips. And we have to be more connected than ever as a yoga community, as a mindful community, as a meditation community, as a conscious community 
in bringing those resources to the forefront so that people can truly utilize them on a day-to-day basis. Because if everyone's being distracted by Instagram and by, you know, the, the TikTok or the reels or whatever it is, it's like, how can we now refocus that energy towards, you know, the meditation apps to, you know, the, the muses of the world, to the, the healthy eating apps, to the yoga apps, to really disciplining ourselves to utilize this tool, because that's all it is, is a tool. It's a tool, right? How can we utilize this technology now as a tool to uplift our consciousness, you know? And so I think this is where we're at right now. This leads us perfectly into our relaunch of Yoga Revealed, which is what we're doing right here, right now. Season four. It's happening. Season four is here. And that means that we're going to be doing these awesome interviews all through the technology that we have accessible at our our fingertips. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And uh, in addition to that, I'm really stoked because I think that, you know, with technology being very apparent, um, we've decided to come out with this 100 days of yoga because we really feel that, you know, inspiring comes from a deep sense of discipline. And if you have the opportunity to do something every single day, like the practice of yoga and to be guided into it with the incredible inspiration of magical teachers who have, you know, been on the path, then why not? So we have now decided to come out with hundred days of yoga and I'll let Alex speak to it a little bit more. Yeah. So this has been in the works for quite some time. And, you know, why, why again, is having a personal practice critical in your journey of yoga, yet alone, especially right now, You know, there's so much more than going to a studio and studying with someone else. I find when you go and take a class at a studio, you're really studying with someone else's experience of yoga and then wanting to learn and truly integrate that into your life, thus by having a personal yoga practice. And we want to share that over a hundred days of practicing yoga with us, it will install you with a committed, devoted, and a accessible yoga practice that works for you. So in the first quarter of the new year, we'll have these four modules, 25-day sections with many different opportunities. And the first module is, it's about starting with presence. Our yoga practice is, it demands presence. What is the, the mountain that you stand on in your life, the Tadasana of your life, you know, it starts with this, this commanding presence of I am here now. Yoga begins now. Mm -hmm. And it's all about managing your time. And consistency is key, truly. I mean, you're not going to get much if you just close your eyes for two minutes every week or five minutes a week or 10 minutes a week, you know, it's, it's going to come back to returning to your mat again and again and again. And we're going to teach you the skill set, the action, the uh, accountability and the mindset to be able to support you with getting present. So that's the first module. What's the second? And that brings us directly to the process because essentially with anything, you have to have a system. Um, I have heard a really, really great, Uh, quote by a really great writer who wrote Atomic Habits, which has been one of my favorite books lately. And um, he says that we don't, um, 
we don't shoot to our goals, we fall into our systems. Because so many people think about like, oh, like I got this goal over here and I'm going to get to the goal. And then it's like, there's no system that has been in place to actually get there. And so we're going to give you the process to actually creating a habit of daily yoga and meditation practice. And this has been a life changer for me, a life changer for Alec, and a life changer for each and every person who we've had the opportunity of interviewing here on the Yoga Revealed podcast. And the beauty about this process is that we're going to be bringing in some of these key conversations that we've had, some of the clips, some of the best interviews that we've had as a means to inspire you along this 100 Days of Yoga. And we're also going to dive deeper into the tools and tactics to really stay on the path of consistency. And that is all about self-care, all about having a community here, which is the Yoga Revealed community, and all about sharing those milestones of progress. So all of those will be key aspects to the second module, which is called the process. And that brings us to the third, which is called the core of dedication. I'm going to pass mm. it off to Alec for that. Nice. The core of dedication is, gosh, really checking in again and asking ourselves, why are you doing this? Why did you choose to come into this? You're at the third bend, right? You're coming around. The finish line is almost there. And it's checking back in to your levels of devotion. And that comes from acknowledging where you've come from to be able to be like, wow, I, I'm celebrating this achievement and this accomplishment to being here now. I mean, at that point, we're almost to 50 to 75 days of yoga. And that is having the heart, the heart, the holding the, the, the recognition of just tearing your heart open and allowing yoga to reveal to you who you are. That's, that's the heart of yoga. And that also cultivates a depth of patience. So it's going to depth with yourself and going to detail with yourself to meet yourself in the acknowledgement of having everyday progress. One every day we grow. And one by one, they come. And that the takes truth. us into the fourth quarter, into the fourth module rather. Which is all about reflecting, rejoicing, and recommitting. Because we found time and time again that the best way to really dive into a habitual practice of anything is to really feel what it feels like to have that feeling of accomplishment. So essentially, the whole final chapter of this 100 Days of Yoga is all about reflection, rejoicing, and recommitting. Because we want this to not just be 100 days, but maybe a year, maybe even a lifetime of yoga because what we're seeing right now more than ever is some of the most successful people in this world are practitioners of yoga, are practitioners of mindful awareness. I was even listening to an interview the other day with Robert Kiyosaki, and he speaks highly of the meditation practice and the practice of moving meditation. You talk about Tony Robbins. He's always talking about embodying your feelings, getting deep into that feeling of priming yourself for success all comes from a daily practice of yoga. So this whole entire module is all about connecting your mind, your body, and your spirit. Obviously diving deep into meditation, expanding into your practice and integration into your life. And so we really, really, really feel strongly about this offering simply because 
in the times that we're living in right now, it's so easy to be distracted, whether it's by the news, whether it's by Instagram, whether it's by booty shaking on TikTok, whatever it is, so many distractions. So we want to do our best to provide you with the best distraction or rather the best contraction, which is coming back to yourself, coming back to that, which is your soul, that which is your guiding force of integrated intuition. Because when we truly tap into our intuition, that is when we're able to make right decisions and thus find fruit that is just ripe for the picking because we've actually decided to align with our truest heart's intention. Mm. And I feel like the intention, I can't say at time, I mean, like listening to my intention is what has brought me here today, Mm. plain and simple. And I'm blessed. I'm blessed. And I want you to be blessed too. I want you to feel this deep sense of joy in your heart because it is here. It is here to be experienced. And we are here now to experience this plain and simple. There's no reason that you should be suffering. There is a reason that you should be celebrating because this is the most important time that we could be living in as human beings to truly have the opportunity to make a positive impact with so much negativity, with so much shadow, this is our time to shine our light forever bright. Oh, I feel that. I feel that I'm so excited for this path of 100 days of yoga and the people who feel called the people who feel called to welcome a new frequency, whether it is a hundred days, but really a new, a new lifestyle into practice, into integration, into embodiment, into transmute that which does not serve. And so, you know, as we are wrapping up, if you love this episode and you're stoked about Yoga Revealed relaunching and the epic people that Mr. Seely and I have on the docket to interview and highlight, please share this episode, tag Andrew, tag myself, tag Yoga Revealed, and let us know with hashtag 100 days of yoga that you're excited. Yeah. That. Super stoked to see you guys in our 100 day to yoga group community really excited to have you all listening here to the yoga revealed podcast thank you thank you thank you so much for your light that is shining bright into this world and i'm passing it over to alec i know that we're gonna have an epic prayer because we need that and i know that andrew you and i are both about spontaneity and Mm -hmm. i read this passage from this incredible book. I want to read it. It's from Mark Nepo, the book of awakening. And this is called March 7th, let go of the rice. So I invite you to close your eyes unless you're driving and just tune in and let these words land on you and see how they reflect in land with you in your own life. In a world that lives like a fist, mercy is no more than waking with your hands open. So much can happen with our hands open. In fact, closing and stubbornly maintaining our grip is often what keeps us stuck. Though we want to blame everything and everyone else, especially what we're holding on to. There is an ancient story from China that makes all this very clear. It stems from the ways traps were set for monkeys. 
A coconut was hollowed out through an opening that was cut to the size of a monkey's open hand. Rice was then placed in the carved out fruit, which was left on the path of the monkeys. Sooner or later, a hungry monkey, a hungry monkey would smell the rice and reach its hand. But once fisting the rice, its hand could no longer fit back out through the opening. The monkeys that were caught were those who would not let go of the rice. As long as the monkey maintained its grip on the rice, it was a prisoner of its own making. The trap worked because the monkey's hunger was the master of its reach. The lesson for us is profound. We need to always ask ourselves, what is our rice? And what is keeping us from opening our grip and letting it go? It was upon hearing this story that I finally understood the tense ritual of rejection that exists between my mother and me. Like any child, I've always wanted her love and approval, but suddenly I realized that this has been my rice. And the more it has not come, the tighter my grip. My hunger for her love has been the master of my reach, even in other relationships. I have been caught monkey, unwilling to let go. I have since unfolded the grip in my heart and humbly, I can see now the real challenge of surrender for all of us is not just letting go, but letting go of something we yearn for. The truth is that food is everywhere. Though the stubborn monkey believes in its moment of hunger that there is no other food, it only has to let go for its life to unfold. Our journey to love is no different. For though we stubbornly cling, believing in our moment of hunger that there is no other possibility of love, we only have to let go of what we want so badly and our life will unfold for love is everywhere. That was a beautiful passage. And that just reminds me of a really beautiful saying which is love is inherent within our heart and we are inherently love it's plain and simple you know that beat that connects our energy of prana to all life force is inherent in each and every being and that is what makes our universe what it is and it's all around us it's just tapping into it that makes the most difference So, so blessed and honored to be able to tap back into it with you and each and every one of you listening right now, you guys are the reason that we do this. It's each and every one of you that continues to inspire us to continue to share. And it's a blessing to be here loud and clear back in the Yoga Revealed podcast. Much love. Mm, Namaste, my friends. So blessed, so grateful for all the people that have come into our lives and changed our lives and excited to welcome this wisdom back into yours blessings namaste yoga revealers namaste aloha planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies.